By now, you know I'm a big fan of meal kits. Head to go.factor75.com slash OP120. Use the code OP120 to get $120 off. That's code OP120 at go.factor75.com slash OP120 for $120 off. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried coming in studio. We got Chaz Palmateri. Funniest line. Funniest line. One word he said. Picked up the phone and went, bitch! And hung up. <laughs> I still, me and my friend still laughing at that. Was that an ad lib? I, yes. I said, that's an ad lib. Yeah. That was yeah, an ad lib. I knew right away. The whole scene we ad lib. Oh, I said that. I said, yeah. that was an ad lib. What was this in? Oh, um, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, we ad libbed the whole scene. <laughs> yeah. And, and you remember this. Because we talk about that. I, I fall on the floor <laughs> when he did that. Me and my friends talk about that. All of a sudden, he's on the phone. Eddie Murphy's yelling at him, talking about a, t- a speedy ticket look, you know. He goes, and he, he comes up with this story about my wife. And he just picks up the phone and goes, bitch. And when they show it on network TV... They censor bitch. Oh, uh, it's not to say, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what word do they use? Do you know? Cunt. We're 500 feet above uh, New York City overlooking the Hudson River on this uh, glorious spring day. But uh, this city is uh, a bit on the uh, scared side today, a bit on edge. Ow, doggy, you're sitting on my foot. Uh, I want to say hi to Scott Watson, Eton Burke, Vincent Scaramuzzo, uh, Ted Palawada and Leslie Larson and, uh, of course, Steve McCann with the rest in peace. Gilbert Gottfried. Man, that was a gut punch today. I heard a rumor that he was fighting something. I don't know what it was, but uh, Gilbert Gottfried died at the age of 67 years old today. And, uh, man, a lot of I mean, a lot of people are really, really bummed out by that news. Gilbert Gottfried was so freaking funny, so quirky, so weird. But man, that guy uh, that guy gave you great radio every every time he uh, came on the show and uh, he never said no to an appearance. He looked forward to being on uh, the radio show over the years. And uh, you know, we were fortunate to have Gilbert Gottfried on, uh, Gottfried on the radio because of Howard Stern. Howard Stern started to reinvent himself, and so he had uh, people like Gilbert Gottfried uh, just, uh, you know, removed basically from from his radio show. And what I mean by that, not only uh, was Gilbert not invited on Howard Stern's show anymore, they pretty much got rid of everything Gilbert Gottfried ever did for the Howard Stern show. And that was the only reason we were fortunate enough to have uh, Gilbert on uh, on the Opie and Anthony show and then on my solo show over there at SiriusXM. And man, I thought Howard was a dummy to let someone like Gilbert Gottfried go. He was brilliant. He was funny. And he was so weird and quirky. That alone made for some uh, some great radio. 
I remember the time he came in with, what was it, a bag or a backpack? And, and the thing weighed, uh, I don't know, like 40 or 50 pounds. And the whole show, all we wanted to do was try to find out what was in Gilbert Gottfried's uh, bag. And he guarded that thing like there was a big secret in there. And uh, we never got to see what was in the bag. Matter of fact, he started getting so paranoid about it that he ran out of the studio with his bag. He didn't want anyone touching the damn thing. Uh, let's say hi to uh, Nutmeg. Says, ahoy. I loved him. I enjoyed his Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal podcast. He was great. I'll miss him. Yeah, he had a great podcast, too. He would talk uh, to all the old-timers in Hollywood and in, in TV and movies. Um, just just a terrible loss. Uh, Gilbert uh, had a very, very young family, two young kids, and he's going to be greatly missed, obviously, by his family. He's going to be greatly missed by the, the comedy community. He's going to be greatly missed by the fans. I mean, I didn't know him that well, to be completely honest with you. I was just lucky that I was getting kind of Howard Stern's scraps. He let Gilbert Gottfried go. A guy that was just giving radio gold every time he was on someone's show and Howard was trying to reinvent himself and, and he was hoping people would uh, forget about all the edgy stuff I guess he did in the past. And, uh, you know, that was that was absolutely our gain. I was uh, very, very excited that we were able to finally get him on um, on the radio show. And, you know... Every time he was on, he was edgy as all hell. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, you were a little nervous because he didn't give a crap what you thought of him. He didn't give a crap if he was going to offend you. And he went for it every single time. I encourage you, if you're a Gilbert uh, Gottfried um, fan, you know, he didn't really open up about his uh, personal life a lot or very, very little when he came in on, onto our show. I'm petting Doggy right here. I'm not doing uh, something else here. Doggy's just laying all over my leg. Um, they did a documentary on Gilbert Gottfried a couple of years back. I highly recommend if you're a comedy fan, if you're a fan of Gilbert Gottfried, and uh, if you're a fan of documentaries, you check that out because you realize, like, this guy was a good father, a good husband. You, you learn a little bit about Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, it, was, it was well, well done. Stop with the Howard crap. Shut up, Derek. I'll do whatever I want on my live stream, Derek. How about you start your live stream and then you could you could praise that idiot. Howard is a jerk. Another fine example. The examples uh, pop up almost on a daily basis with this Howard Stern. So why don't you shut up? How about that? You had Gilbert that uh, gave Howard amazing ratings over the years, amazing radio that people talked about like 10, 15, 20 years later. And then because he wanted to reinvent himself, he, he kicked someone like Gilbert Gottfried to the curb and ignored him and then started getting rid of all his appearances that he did for the Howard Stern show. So why don't you go screw? Gilbert Gottfried didn't deserve that whatsoever. Gilbert Godfrey didn't do anything to Howard Stern. But stupid Howard was trying to rewrite history. And to rewrite history, he needed Gilbert Godfrey to go away. That's a bad dude right there. And you know, I, we know the same people. And I'll tell you this much. Gilbert was hurt by that. And he asked, 
Why am I not on the show anymore? Guess what? Howard never told him why. He ignored him because he was done with him. Scott Thompson. Gilbert was great on your show. Oh, absolutely true. Oh, thank you very much. I just wish um, we got him earlier. Um, I, I don't think he did more than between the Opie and Anthony show and then my solo show at SiriusXM. I don't think he did more than 10 appearances, maybe. Tops. Uh, but we were very, very fortunate to have him. I mean, when these guys stumble onto your radio show, you know you're with a special person that's going to give you great radio every single time. You think it's been a bad year for comedy? Oh, my God, it's only April. We lost uh, Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, and Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, there you go. That's Thank you. Thank you. I, see, with my live stream, we try to deal with honesty. This guy wants to defend uh, Howard at all costs, but the fact is Howard's a fucking jerk. Howard shits on everyone from his show who was loyal who was loyal to him. Absolutely. You know what the the truth of the matter is with Gilbert Gottfried? I loved him from a million years ago. I got to see him when I was first starting in radio. I was either in Buffalo, yeah, I was in Buffalo, New York. Um I was in Buffalo, New York and Gilbert Gottfried came through to do a little comedy. He was young. He was at the stage where he couldn't look at the audience. That's why he closed his eyes. And a lot of times he would just turn his back on the audience. And everyone thought, wow, this is so funny. This is such a cool um, way to do comedy or whatever. They thought Gilbert was doing it just to be strange and weird. But the fact was he had stage fright. And that was the only way, especially back then, he could do his comedy was to close his eyes and at times just turn his back to the audience. And I saw him, and I, I don't think he was the Gilbert Gottfried uh, that we now know and love. I don't think. He was about to break and become huge, and I was instantly hooked on this guy. And then you fast forward, and the guy's doing your radio show? I'm like, hell yeah, man. Uh, you've never had a solo show on Sirius. All right, you got to go. Because like I said, we, we deal with like, uh, like reality here. I know you're trying to hate... But we deal with reality here, so you got to go. I, uh, I did the Opie and Anthony show. And first of all, I did a, a solo radio show way before Anthony for many, many years. Then I did the Opie and Anthony show. Then I did the Opie and Jim Norton show, but it actually was my solo show because that asshole Jim Norton didn't want to put his name on the show. Even though he was uh, basically replacing Anthony, but he thought if his name wasn't in the title of the show, then the fans would give him a break. So I try to call that the Opie and Jim show, and he's like, no, 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 no. I'll take Sirius XM's money. I'll take the huge raise I got because uh, Anthony's not here anymore, but I'm not putting my name on the show, no. It was a big thing that, that he insisted on. And then sat there and just rotted, wasted my time and uh, and uh, and other people's time that 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 were working really hard on that radio show back then. And then after that, uh, then then it was simply my show. And then I brought on uh, Carl and Vic and Sherrod, but it was called Opie Radio. God, I hate people that are dishonest. I hate it. But anyway. It's really tragic that uh, Gilbert Gottfried is not uh, with us. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't hang with him socially or anything like that. Uh, he came on the show from time to time and just absolutely crushed. I tried to get to know him, but he was, uh, he was not an easy guy 
to get to know. He, he didn't open up much. That's why that documentary that uh, came out a few years back is worth watching because you definitely see Gilbert opening up. He was basically a hoarder. Um, he collected a lot of stuff from those ho- hotel rooms when he was traveling around the country doing comedy. And that was shown uh, in the documentary. And it also shows uh, how loving of a father he was and a husband he was. And uh, gave a shit about his, I think it was his sister was in the documentary, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to actually rewatch the documentary. It's so weird when someone dies or something, then you go back and rewatch something. It's, it's, it's bizarre to me. Every time someone really famous dies, their movies or their music or their comedy uh, sells like crazy. Yeah, he was in Problem Child. He was in Aladdin. Aladdin, excuse me. He was the Affleck uh, voice. Didn't back down from that after his tsunami joke. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, Dennis Ivanko. That documentary shows how much his kids and his wife meant to him. He hated that exposure. Yeah, he didn't. He was very, very uncomfortable uh, showing that side of him. But I'm glad he did. I'm absolutely glad he did. His, uh, his kids will have that. They will cherish that documentary. So, just terrible news. I'm just laying on the couch, just chilling out. Had kind of a lazy day. And then all of a sudden, that news popped in. I'm like, what the hell? So weird, man. There's uh, so many people in the comedy community that have died young. Maybe that maybe there's people that die young in every profession. I don't know. I just uh, I just obviously notice it with uh, with the comedy uh, community and the comedians. They just said I could trust Jamie Marie D. They just said his cause of death was myotonic dystrophy. Holy hell! What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Oh, yeah, and you got to add Norm MacDonald to that list of uh, comedians that have died recently. So Bob Saget, Norm MacDonald, Louis Anderson, and now Gilbert Gottfried. What the hell is that, Jamie Marie? Could someone, like, give me a definition of that? Complications from muscular dystrophy. He had muscular dystrophy? Heart issues is coming in. And Artie Lang is still around. <laughs> Artie Lang tried so hard, but uh, he survived. And then someone like Gilbert Godfrey did not. It's crazy. It's kind of like uh, Lou Gehrig's. Eton Burke is saying. Holy crap. All right. Randy knew I could trust Randy. I thought you'd be at Get Parts the other day, by the way. Uh, myotonic dystrophy is characterized by progressive muscle wasting and weakness. Wow. Howard also disrespected Norm as well. What a dick. He just wanted to, you know, rewrite history. I had my time in the limelight. A lot of people like to ask me, do you have any regrets? And I'm like, you can't really have regrets. You got to grow with the times, I guess. And then acknowledge that sometimes. But Howard never even really opened up and talked about why he was getting rid of a bunch of these people from his radio show. You can't make believe it never happened. That's the dumbest thing you could do. Yeah, Benjamin Tucker, not a fun way to go. No kidding, man. Oh, my God. Do you have a favorite kid? You got two kids. You got to have one favorite, though. Uh, yeah, see, that's the difference between Meryl Streep. I know it's one of my kids I'd give to the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know right away which one's going. Yeah. Like no, you're saying no doubt. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt, right? Yeah. Then that she for sure would be going. Well, do you need a minute? You want to think of it? No, no, I'm fine. You made your choice. That would be a, that would be a short movie. Gilbert, <laughs> the motherfucker in the blue hat. You gotta make, you we, gotta make believe you're struggling here, we, Gilbert. We can let you think on it. No, no, no. My decision. Oh man. Without giving away too many details. Which what? one? No, I want to know. I want to know. Well, which I don't know one. what he wants to say. <laughs> why? Why, uh, why the one? <laughs> Why the one? Why is it the out? first one? Is the first one your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> because he was already here, and it's like, oh, who's this new motherfucker coming yeah. here? The, the young baby. That's the way my kids talk. They say, who's it? Who <laughs> this new, new motherfucker? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my my daughter's first words were, who this new motherfucker? <laughs> who this, who That's this? why she's a fave. <laughs> who this new who, motherfucker? Who this new motherfucker? You don't hit your kids, do you, Gilbert? Oh, constantly. <laughs> In fact, when, when I'm away, I hire someone. I pay a homeless man, I give him a few bucks to go up and hit the kids, even if they haven't done anything. Just to keep them yeah. on the straight and narrow. Let them know they're loved. <laughs> Somebody's thinking about them. Yeah, because they think they're off the hook. Gilbert's out of town for a weekend. Like, ah, oh, we're good. Someone has to hit yeah. the kid. No, yeah. you're not good. The homeless guy's coming at noon. <laughs> well, you did something wrong or not. Shit. Now, do you want any more kids? You thinking about more? Oh, no. What about adopting a kid, a little Asian kid? Oh, that? no, that's that's strictly for famous actresses. <laughs> you don't have the room yeah. for it? <laughs> I think you adopt one late in your life, you know, one for you, for later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you relax. <laughs> <laughs> one for you later on. Yes. <laughs> Do the old Woody Allen. <laughs> By now, you know I'm a big fan of meal kits. They're coming to my house all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash OP120. Use the code OP120 to get $120 off. That's code OP120 at go.factor75.com slash OP120 for $120 off. Now, Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Yeah, this meal plan is a little different. The meals are all prepared for you and ready to go. Takes like, I don't know, a minute or two to heat it up and you're ready to eat. They're chef-crafted meals delivered right to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping, meal prep, not to mention cleanup, no dishes to wash here. And you don't have to wonder if you're eating right. They got dietitians and expert chefs and they work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. Lots of options, so you're never bored. They cover all the bases, depending on uh, how you like to eat. They got the vegan, they got the veggie meals, keto meals, low-calorie options, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me fueled and focused all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash op one twenty. Use the code OP120 to get $120 off and to check it out for yourself. That's code OP120 at go.factor75.com slash OP120 for $120 off. Uh, New York is falling apart. It's pretty obvious to a lot of us that still reside here. I would love to move, but I don't know where to go yet. 
But we, you know, just had a guy. He jumped on a subway today. Right around the Nets uh, practice facility for the people that are from um, another part of the country and, and in some cases another part of the world. Eh, we had a guy jump on a subway. I think he had some kind of orange vest on. I think he threw some kind of like smoke bomb or something like that and then just proceeded to shoot up the subway train. No big whoop, right? Something like, uh, what do they say, 10 people shot and at least 30 people injured, something like that. And here's the best part of the whole thing. The guy is still on the loose. So, man, I was out there earlier doing some errands, and I'm obviously so far away from the, from the situation. I'm not going to try to put myself in, in, in the tragedy, but uh, you could feel it all the way up here. People are like, where the hell is this guy? And, is, and, and in this day and age, how the hell do they not have him with all the cameras that are all over the place? They always tell us that as soon as you leave your apartment, you're on camera more than you're not. So they got to know about where this guy went. And, th- and they're like, and it's too bad, you know, the camera at the subway station, I guess, that he got off or got on, uh, just happened to be broken. So that makes me think it might be uh, somebody that has a little knowledge of the subway systems. But man, I, I don't know what's going to turn around like these cities. I have no idea. But you notice the drop-off. I mean, I joke about it, but there's not a day goes by that I see rats uh, during the day, especially at night when I'm walking doggy. Um, and that's a new thing since COVID. You would, you would walk these streets at night coming home from a bar or a restaurant or a gig or what have you, and every once in a while you would see a rat, and it would make you just go, ugh. But we see him so much now that it's just become part of our everyday life. The garbage is piling up everywhere. I know crime is up. I know shootings are up. I don't know who to blame. I know that whole uh, defunding the police thing wasn't a good idea. But, you know, that's how we live in our society. That's how we live. All or nothing. So it's either one side wants the cops beating the crap out of everybody and the other side wants no cops. And the side that uh, wanted no cops, they've been kind of winning the battle lately. (sighs) So stupid. We do it to ourselves. We're so stupid. We fight all day over nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And then if that's not bad enough, man, this is like a doom and gloom live stream. I know we try to keep it fun, but uh, the Gilbert Gottfried thing, for whatever reason, hurt, uh, hit me hard today. Um, then we got the, the shooting in the subway in Brooklyn, pretty close to where the Nets play, the Barclays. Then, man, I think it was Mike Sappho. Don't Google Shanghai. So, of course, the first thing I do <laughs> is Google Shanghai. Oh, my God. I, get, I guess they have a zero-tolerance uh, policy. Excuse me. I am wound up. Sorry. The whole city, more or less, or big chunks of the city, are in lockdown. And there's videos online. If you, I, I tell you right now, don't do it. I'll just give you the basics. But basically, people are locked in their apartment buildings and their homes. And there's videos of uh, not just a few, like a lot A lot of people yelling and screaming for help because they're running out of food. 
because this is how uh, Shanghai and China is trying to deal with the coronavirus thing with the zero tolerance uh, policy. But worse than that, I saw a video that brought me to effing tears once again, and it's always animals. And I'm not a Sarah McLaughlin animal type whatsoever. But when you when you see a video where it's uh, I don't know, it looks like garbage bags filled with live animals trying to eat their way out of the garbage bags because they don't want to die on the on the sidewalk of the streets in Shanghai. It brought some tears to my eyes. What the hell is going on? So I guess if you have like uh, COVID or uh, or the uh, whatever or the coronavirus, uh, excuse me. Um, they yank you out of your apartment and they put you in some weird facility, which is sketchy as all hell. And then they take all your animals and kill them. Signing off, dog lover. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Debbie Phillips. Look, I'm fired up. I'm in a weird mood today. Usually we keep these nice and light and nice and fun, but started with the Shanghai stuff yesterday, then wake up to some guy. He's just mad at something, so he has to shoot up a subway train. And then uh, and then you get, uh, you know, kicked in the balls with the Gilbert uh, Gottfried um, news. He was loved by, like, everybody, Gilbert Gottfried. I don't think he had an enemy. You know how hard it is to go through life without an enemy? I don't think this guy had one. And just check your social media. The comics are just besides themselves on this one. Now, I don't know what we're living in. I know uh, I know this city doesn't feel safe anymore. I try to tell you it feels all right. You know, I went up to a Yankees game uh, with Pat Duffy last week. And, you know, I got there all right. But you could, you could just see it. You could feel it. There's a lot more uh, homeless people, a lot more crazy people just kind of wandering around. I mean, I, I, I think they're starting to think we give it a little more time. This city is ours. This city is ours. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Affleck uh, execs hate him. That's true. That's true, Dennis. <laughs> God bless Godfrey, though. I think he had a chance to, like, go back to being the voice, and he basically said, I ain't apologizing for nothing. I was doing some comedy. You know, and I think Gilbert uh, Gottfried was the one after 9-11. Everyone's like, when do we start laughing again? And Gilbert Gottfried basically said, today, we start laughing today. Guess what day it was? (laughs) 9-11. That guy didn't wait. I don't think he waited a day. Because he kind of understood that comedy is important. Did you see that video? Where someone uh, was on the subway platform as the train's coming in after the shooting. And then the doors open up and all you see is smoke billowing out of the subway train. And people running for their lives. A couple people hopping because they, uh, they got shot in the, in, the, in the legs. And then collapsed. The video was horrific. Besides that, how is everybody today? On this fine Tuesday... That video is awful. You saw it, right, Jill? Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> See, that's kind of funny. Since Gilbert died, who's going to reference 1940s horror movie characters? <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. He had a little touch. That guy had a little touch. His knowledge, his touch was knowing the names of very obscure 
old and forgotten Hollywood stars. He was really good at remembering those people. So I think I'm going to go in front of the TV and watch some basketball, try to forget about everything. I want to say uh, sorry to uh, the Sixers. You're about to learn uh, that Harden's not going to get you a championship. You got uh, Embiid playing his ass off, and and Harden has already started to fade on you guys. <laughs> I told you. So I, 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 I apologize. I feel sorry for you guys. And that's before the playoffs even start. You're going to see what Harden really is made of and why the Nets got the better deal in that trade. Even with ben, uh, Benjamin, with Ben Simmons sitting there with some weird bad back because I think he hit a pothole on the New Jersey Turnpike. I, I don't know what the hell's going on with that guy. Kerry's the sleeper in that trade. James Harden is a head case. He's not the James Harden from just a couple of years ago. Plus, he always just folds in the playoffs, my friend. You'll see. I have enough confidence that uh, poor Embiid, after the year he had, and he's not going to be the MVP, they're going to give it to the Joker. He had an amazing freaking year. Um, you know, he's going to be knocked out of the playoffs relatively early. You'll see. You'll see. Look, the Nets aren't winning the championship either. I mean, they kind of needed Ben Simmons and his fragile back to be playing by now. The freaking guy just sits there on the bench with all his chains, dressed to the nines, just laughing and having a good time while everyone else is busting their ass. And then they're like, hey, are you going to play today? It's like, oh, my back. I hit a pothole on the way to practice today. Guy's a head case. To change subjects, who, what, the hottest who, what, the hottest chick you ever had on the show? Wow, dude. I, I know you gave me $10. Who was the hottest chick on uh, on the Opie uh, and Anthony show? Um, wow, that's actually a really good question. I mean, the porn stars never, for the most part. Uh, so it would have to be like a, like a regular, a regular girl. A regular girl. She was such a dud when she opened her mouth. But, yeah, Paris Hilton was smoking hot. She was smoking hot. And this is what confuses people because I, 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 could, uh, I could have two different things with the same person. Don't like Paris Hilton at all. Thought she was a dud on the show. But she was smoking hot. And then, uh, oh, Steve, we know what you like. He goes with Bailey J is the hottest girl that was ever on the uh, O'Day show. Are we allowed to say girl in that case, or are we going to get canceled? It was, a, it, was a, it was a person that was born biologically, a guy that turned into a, a pretty believable female. Did I say that right? I don't know if I said it right. You like the library girl? She was all right. Tara Reid was just all right. I think in general we had, um, you know, a lot of the... A lot of the really good-looking uh, girls, women, they, they avoided us. We got some beasts. We got a lot of handsome ones. <laughs> a lot of handsome women. <laughs> oh, okay. Brie Olsen was pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, Brie Olsen was pretty hot. I forgot about her. Nikki Glazer, get the hell. You like... You think Nikki Glazer is hot? <laughs> She's Caillou. 
She's an adult version of Caillou. And before you go, huh? Look up Caillou. Look up Nikki Glazer. And then get back to me. Nikki Glazer's not hot? How do I access the Opie Radio pod? This is what I'm up against. No offense to you, Ryan. But uh, I think my audience has uh, aged to the point they don't know how to do technology. Remember when we all used to make fun of our parents and our grandparents because they didn't know how to work a VCR? I think that's where we're at now. Because Ryan S. doesn't know how to get the Opie Radio podcast. Oh, Misha Tate was really hot. I mean, you had to get around the cauliflower ears. You had to get around the cauliflower ears. I'm not going to lie to you. But the rest of her was smoking. Who is Caillou? Are you guys messing with me? Canada knows. And then it turns out this stupid Caillou. It was a really, really good day in my house when my kids said, Dad, we don't want to watch Caillou anymore. I was like, thank God. Turns out Caillou is a kid that's like dying of cancer. And they put this on TV as a fun kids show. They never officially said that, but that's what everyone said happened. And then it turns out, I think the actor who played Caillou died in a car accident. This is the weirdest, saddest live stream ever. Why do I know this? This is knowledge I shouldn't know. Who won uh, the battle between Howard Stern and ONA? I would say ONA because it ended during its prime. Well, I just put a video up on YouTube and it's from the live stream. Some of the if I'm feeling it and I'm not too busy, I'll cut, I'll cut uh, some individual videos out of these live streams and pop them up on my YouTube channel, which is Opie Radio, for the people that are watching on the Facebook. And I post them on Facebook as well, I guess. But uh, I just posted a video where I really believe that the Opie and Anthony show shouldn't have lasted as long as it did. And I don't feel like redoing the whole rant. So go check that out later today, all right? Yeah, let's lighten up the, mo- uh, the mood, excuse me, and talk about uh, Putin and his uh, genocide that's going on. That's what we should do. <sighs> God, did this wor- what the hell's going on with this world? And the rest of the world has to just let Putin do whatever he wants to do. Because he's like, I got nukes. I got nukes, so you ain't doing crap to me. So you watch what I do as you guys just sit there on your hands. As you post your I support Ukraine crap. He's got the world by the balls. And then, you know, Fauci said there's going to be another uh, surge in the fall. And everyone's like, just shut up already. <laughs> God, we're just crazy. Oh, the mental illness is strong in this country. Strong. Oh, you're one of those guys. COVID is back because the midterm elections are coming. Yep, that's right. That's why. That's why. (laughs) I hope your guy wins the midterm elections. I will wake up the day after the midterm elections and I won't even know who won or lost. And I think it's a better way to live. The only reason I turned on the cable news today was because, you know, they were talking about New York City and the and the shooting today in the subway. And then uh, they quickly went back to their nonsense and I went, click. Let's go watch the ESPN with Stephen A. Smith and the Kim Kardashian sort of lookalike that just sits there as Stephen A. Smith rants and raves. 
with the ugly broads being uh, hidden in the back at ESPN. Oh, I know they're more knowledgeable than the uh, than the 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 woman that almost looks like Kim Kardashian, but you know they're a bit fugly. We can't have some fooglies on ESPN as we make believe that uh, we believe in equality. <laughs> you don't believe in equality, ESPN, because you keep the fooglies in the back when they can run circles around that Molly, uh, however the hell you say her last name. All right, if Jamie Marie's punching out, then I got to go. I gots to go. All right, y'all. Rest in peace to Gilbert Gottfried. Seemed like a a fine, fine man. Seemed like a, a very good brother, a very good son, a very good husband, a very good father, and then a very good comedian. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>